in good times, you should be maximizing your profit and particularly high sort of honing, fine tuning the machine that you're running, as it were, your business. And that is really what we're working on here. Welcome to the 10K Collective podcast for six, seven and eight figure Amazon and e-commerce sellers, part of the amazing FBA podcast family. If you want to scale fast, target a seven figure exit and enjoy the process, then keep listening. Today's sponsor is Eva, the best AI repricer for Amazon profits. Private label sellers, are you wasting your cash? Eva reprices your products for you and the result is up to 50% more profits. Eva serves hundreds of seven-figure sellers in the USA and is now out for British and European sellers as well. For a 15-day free trial, go to amazingfba.com forward slash Eva. That's amazingfba.com forward slash E-V-A. The UK has been undergoing an interesting series of events recently that might remind any of you old enough of the 1970s. For stars, we've had strikes recently in London. We've had tube strikes or the underground or the subway for American listeners has been on strike quite often over the last few weeks, which if for somebody who lives in London has been an absolute pain. It is actually also a sort of transit hub for other rail networks. So that has impacted the whole of the southeast of the UK. We've had the biggest nationwide train strike since 1989, just the weekend, just gone at the time of recording. And staff at British Airways have just voted for a walkout for the second time over pay. So pay is becoming an issue, which is driving strikes. What's going on behind that? As we all know, there's the oil price shocks going on thanks to the war in Ukraine at the moment, at the time of recording. Who knows what other wars by the time you're listening, if you listen to this in mid 2023 or 24, and of course, the result is that inflation in the UK and especially the US is edging into double digits, so up to the 10% per year mark. And this is reminiscent of the bad old days of the 70s, particularly the strikes in the UK. There are strikes in the US as well. Southwest Airlines has been out. I'm not sure they're allowed to strike. They've certainly been picketing. And there are some movements in other countries as well like this. We are moving into strange times again. And in these strange times, the question for any e-commerce business owner operator is what should we do in response? And the generic big picture response I would say is this, get your house in order. We need to help you get the maximum profit you can out of your business. And that is what the focus of an entire new series is that we're putting together now that will be over 15, 16 episodes or possibly more to help you with that sole aim. It's to get you more cash in your pockets, or at least in the pockets of your business. Once you can, if you choose, transfer it to your own pocket or keep it in the business in order to keep the business healthy and safe or expand it. And I think that it sounds like an obvious thing to say, but it's, I think, neglected as an aim in the Amazon sort of sphere, the podcast sphere, if there is such a thing. And I think the reason is because all of us fall into the trap, and I've certainly been there, and it's so easy to do, that we equate more revenue passing through our accounts with more money in our own pockets. And of course, they are not necessarily at all correlated. It is entirely possible to run an Amazon business at a loss and make a lot of revenue 
and still make a big loss and not notice for a while. That's pretty careless, but we've all been there to some degree in the past anyway. I know some people who run businesses that are seven figures, so at least a million dollars a year in revenue um, or a million pounds, but have maybe 5% profit to show for it. And that goes to show how far there is a disconnect sometimes between sales and profit. So this entire series and my mission for you is to make you the most profit you can, either saving money and saving costs, which drives up profit, or driving sales, which drives up profit as well. There's nothing wrong with sales as long as they are profitable sales. So we are going to talk about the whole business of profit in some detail, and we'll be splitting it up. And I'll tell you in a second how we're going to split this up. First of all, just a reminder of why does profit actually matter? Sounds like a crazy thing to say. Why should we ever even have to have this conversation? Because I see a lot of us, myself included, get caught up in this obsession about revenue. So why does profit matter? First of all, business survival. Really speaking, it's strictly speaking, not profit, but cash flow and cash reserves that matter. But cash is the biggest lifeblood, the most critical thing in a business without cash to meet debts as they fall due, we're technically bankrupt, i.e. The, the company goes to pot, it's finished, it's game over. And profit is the best source of cash flow. Obviously, you can do it from devoting your own personal money and investing in the business, but obviously that's taking money out of your pocket. That may be a very wise decision, but that's not shouldn't be there as a substitute for profit. And of course, you can also borrow money. And again, that can be a very wise decision if it's an investment in an a working and profitable business. But if it's a substitute for profit, again, the best source of cash flow is from profit. So the first thing, business survival, that's one reason why profit matters. The second reason is rewarding yourself as the business owner slash manager, in most cases, both things and one person. Um, guess what? You can only pay yourself from the cash in the company. If the company isn't making profits, you can't realistically pay yourself. Now, if you are paying yourself a wage or a salary as a business manager, you can technically take the salary even if your company is making a loss. You can legally do that in most jurisdictions. I'm not a lawyer or a tax accountant, so seek professional advice if you need it. But you can probably do that, but it's not going to do your business any good, is it? If you're actually taking money out of a business that is not profitable, that's clearly unsustainable. And if you're taking them as dividends, depending on which jurisdiction you are in, certainly in the UK at tax law, again, as I understand it, I am not a tax lawyer, do not take amateur tax advice. But this is my general hint that as I understand it, dividends cannot be paid legally and unless it's coming out of the profits of a company. So if your company has very low profits, you can't really pay yourself as a shareholder, and in the UK, that means lower tax rates, go talk to your advisors, particularly an accountant. But broadly speaking, if your company isn't making profits, you can't pay yourself. And that's pretty obvious. And yes, you may be building a business to sell about which more in a second, but guess what? You've got to actually survive that financially yourself. And of course, the ideal scenario is you don't take any money out of your business. Reality is that for most of us, we've got to take some money out while we're growing it, even if the end game is to sell it for a big pile of cash at the end. Talking of which, if the third really important reason why profit matters so much is if you're wanting to sell your business at some point, maybe in a year, two years, three years, five years, 10 years, whatever it is, then the business will be valued at that point as a multiple of your profits. More specifically, 
as things are valued at the moment, e-commerce and specifically Amazon-focused businesses are nearly always valued as a multiple of the trailing 12 months profits, meaning the 12 months before sale. And obviously, if your profit's sort of $10,000 this year, it's probably not going to jump up to 150000 or 500000 next year or the year after if you want to sell it. So you need to grow that profit and that business over time. And the idea that some people have of growing a business that doesn't make any profits and then magically, once you've, quote, grown market share and then you will suddenly make profits, I don't see that very often. Businesses that aren't very profitable don't tend to get more profitable in my experience um, because you set up a system and a series of costs, particularly Amazon advertising and stock or cogs, the cost of goods sold, that is just baked in a non-profitable cost structure. Let's put it that way. Third reason why profit, and I would argue profit now or now-ish within the next few months and ongoing is important, is business value. It will be in the end valued as a multiple of the profits. No profits, no business value. By the way, let's just think about that for a second. No profits means no business value. That means, in essence, from a formal business valuation standpoint, there is not really any value in a business that just has revenue. Now, that's an exaggeration because obviously market share does count as long as, and here's the key, you can translate the market share into a profitable market share in the future. After all, when we launch a new product, if it's a private label or custom product, most of us will launch at something below the optimal profit and sometimes at a break even or even at a loss in order to gain market share. In other words, to launch or to get go from the cold start problem and to get visibility and ranking, which is a product launch, as we call it in the Amazon world, or gain market share, gain visibility, as you might call it in the bigger business world. But sooner or later, if that doesn't translate into profit, there was no point in launching the thing in the first place. And that's true for individual products, and it's true for your business as a whole. So I hope we've knocked on the head the idea that you can just run for revenue. It's meaningless in my view. It's a really dangerous, risky thing to do to run a business relative to just getting a job in a bank or whatever is secure job these days anyway. So you might as well get properly paid for it. So that's really why this stuff matters. And I'm dwelling in this sort of introductory episode on why it matters because we're going to get more into the nuts and bolts as we go. So here is what's coming up in this mini series, the areas which I think are relatively quick wins to increase your profitability without having to do really major stuff like recite your sourcing from China to the US or complicated big picture stuff. We will talk about that somewhere else in the podcast, but not in this series. And this series, we're going to go for quick wins, relatively quick wins, which is great news. And the good news is that if your business has not been fully optimized and most businesses could do with some work, there is a lot of potential to really increase your bottom line, the profit, the number that really matters. So here is what's coming up in this mini series. First of all, we're going to talk about how to make the most revenue per unit, which is revenue is important. If your costs stay the same and you can get a higher price, then you are going to make more profits, period. And if your costs for a widget are, say, $18 and you're selling it for $20 and you've only got it there for a 10% margin after say all your costs, including Amazon advertising, for example, if you can increase the price to $22, you've increased your profit to $4 rather than two. So you've doubled your profit, even though you've increased your price only in that case, 10%. So pricing super powerful, really important and somewhat neglected in a sophisticated way. 
The second thing we're going to talk about is stock control. Staying in stock in your best sellers is pretty much the biggest way you can increase your profits. Or to put it another way, the biggest killer for a lot of people is going out of stock. Um, a third thing is seeing what's going on in your business, doubling down on what works, stopping what doesn't, that all of that results only from being clear about your financial numbers. If you're not clear about that in real time, more or less, it's very hard to make those week by week, month by month decisions. So profits, clarity, and getting clear numbers is a next topic we're going to be covering. We're going to talk about um, saving wasted money and getting a return on investment from Amazon ads. A lot of people, myself in the past included, have spent far too much money on Amazon ads and haven't really found a way to get the most out of it. Other people I know have got a handle on that. So that's a really critical one to dive into. Getting more sales per 100 visitors, aka conversion optimization, is something we'll talk about. But I want to put that in the broader um, sort of context of branding. So how does your branding, your sense of your product being different and part of a bigger mission and something altogether more powerful than just a product with some pictures? How does that impact the conversion rate and the price you can charge for a product, both of which powerfully influence your profits? The next thing is getting your cash out of Amazon. This is a fairly simple one, reimbursements. Amazon owes a lot of us some serious money. It can be as much as 1% or 2% of your revenue, which if you're doing a million-dollar-a-year business and you get it quick mass, that could be $20,000 of your own cash that they owe you. It could be more. I've had friends in the past doing half a million dollars a month in revenue who, because I hadn't got around to reimbursements, got around to asking for the money from Amazon, north of $100,000. The figure that I remember is 130000 They had somebody working full-time to recover that. Well, that's one option. We'll discuss the other options you have for recovering that. Next topic, understanding how you make a profit. This is a broader picture thing, but it's really important to understand the business model you're operating. For the sort of earlier stage entrepreneurs who are not doing six, seven, or eight figures, then that's a question of what is retail arbitrage and how do I do it? And what is online arbitrage? How do I set up a wholesale sourcing business, et cetera? But it's very important to understand the business model that you're operating, whichever one you go for. And that brings me really to the next topic, which is one of the final ones, which is understanding what the private labels slash custom business model can and can't do for you to get some clarity around that business model. I think there are a few myths knocking around and, and they can stick in your head. They can perpetuate themselves for quite a long time before you eventually look at the reality of your own business, your colleagues' businesses. That's where being part of a mastermind or a community can really help. And including those people who actually sell the businesses and go, what is the nature of the beast here? And there are quite a few things that need unpicking, even for advanced sellers who are doing seven figures and feel like, oh, I've been there, got the t-shirt. What are you talking about? I know what private label is. There are some things worth re-examining, I think. So that's what's coming up in this mini series, all about profit maximization. I, maybe you should call it profit maximization in uncertain times. I think even in good times, you should be maximizing your profit and particularly high sort of honing, fine tuning the machine that you're running, as it were, your business. And that is really what we're working on here. But I think it goes from a nice to have to a must have in difficult times. So you've got to run a lean ship and that's what we're here to help you do. Final thing to say is I've been working incredibly hard behind the scenes. We put in hundreds of hours, I think at this stage, I don't know, I've lost count of the hours, although I do track my time with toggle.com, T-O-G-G-L.com, not an affiliate, but it's a very useful system. But I don't remember, we put in a lot of hours in order to create drum rolls, please. 
the Amazon Profit Killer Quiz, which is there to tell you which single one of all the things I've mentioned, pricing, stock control, number clarity or lack of it, Amazon ads, poor branding, not getting reimbursements or doing it badly, business model confusion, private label business model confusion. Which one of those things could be behind your biggest profit loss, the biggest hole in your business profits. And in order to take that quiz, it's now finally ready for you. We've put a lot of work in. So this is not just some random quiz about what's your favorite, which TV character from friends do you resemble or something? This is a, I think a reasonably serious diagnostic tool that we put a lot of effort into. So you can find that at www.amazonprofitquiz.com. That's amazonprofitquiz.com. And you can go there, take a short quiz. It'll take you a handful of questions, two minutes maybe to answer. And then that will help you understand not only what, by my diagnosis via this quiz is your biggest Amazon profit killer, but what the ramifications are. So what else to look out for in your business that it might be doing to your business and then how to solve it as well, because I'm not going to just give you the problem without solution. So looking forward to this, I feel like coming back to the core of what we do here, we've had an awful lot of stuff about off Amazon marketing, direct to consumer marketing, lots of different platforms that you can drive traffic from, including Google and Pinterest, what have you. And I don't apologize for that because it is important as the Amazon marketplace matures to get more and more sort of understanding of the overall digital e-commerce marketplace and to have the equipment, as it were, to do more sophisticated stuff like driving off Amazon traffic, et cetera. That said, though, I do believe that it's not so much just about honing our Amazon marketing, although that is a thing, but at this stage, there's still plenty of scope in the businesses I look at to hone their game within their business operations, even if they just quotes unquote sell on Amazon or primarily on Amazon. And for that reason, that's why I'm bringing things back to core the core people we serve here, six, seven, eight figure Amazon sellers who sell private loan law or custom products. And I'm proud of the profit quiz that we put together because I think it's going to be a really helpful tool. I hope you agree. Amazonprofitquiz.com is the place to take it. Go take it, check it out. It'll take all of two minutes to see what's going on. And then listen out for the upcoming series on the, over the next multiple episodes over the next, whatever, three months, I think it's going to be. And that's pretty much it for me. The final thing to say is don't obsess about revenue. It just does not matter. The old cliche happens to be true in this case, which is turnover is vanity, profit is sanity, cash is king. So I'm going to help get you and your business back to sanity. If you've got caught up in the insanity of revenue obsession, join the club, not criticizing, but Let's get you those profits. Let's get your business a well-oiled machine or a lean ship, whatever metaphor you want to move through the choppy waters that we are now entering and you will come out the other side in good shape. Even better, last thought, you will come out the other side in good shape. If you can survive difficult times, it's not a theory that other companies will be out there who do not survive and will disappear from the markets. And we'll leave the market wide open for you. This is happening already. I can't, because of confidentiality reasons, talk about any details, but I'm seeing deals past my desk and in the mastermind of that nature already. And I don't think the slowdown or recession has even started to kick in yet. We've got post 
COVID blues and difficult times. That's for sure. But there is for the business that is run lean and mean and intelligently a huge opportunity coming up to buy the assets of businesses that are going into liquidation or to simply take market share if the competition starts disappearing. And that is an actual thing. That's not a theory. I'm seeing it start to happen, possibly even earlier than I was expecting. So this is a game worth winning, but you've got to get your game sorted and your house in order. That is the purpose of this profit series. Profit Max, I'm going to call it. So stay tuned. Happy hunting. Don't forget the profits quiz, amazonprofitquiz.com. Find out your biggest Amazon profit killer. And I'll speak to you in the next show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the 10K Collective podcast for six and seven figure Amazon sellers. I really hope you found the show helpful to you. Please don't forget to subscribe to the show. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please do leave us a quick star rating. It will take you all of 30 seconds to do it, but it does mean we can be found by and help many more e-commerce business builders. I wish you fast and profitable scaling, and I hope you enjoy the process of building your seven-figure Amazon business. Thanks very much for listening.